rolled over, I saw this thing looking in at me. I watched it blink at me several times. I, I couldn't I couldn't move us. I, I was just paralyzed. This is the Crypto Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me as always is my co-host Todd. What's going on, buddy? Hey man, it's good to be back behind the mic again. It feels like it's been a man, while. It is. It has. It does, isn't it? How you doing, man? Great. Me too. Great. Me too. Great. Loving summer. Loving it. Absolutely. I hope everyone else is out there too. And again, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, yeah. Keep counting on the days going. For and... our, counting the days for our first show. Yes. That we're going to do. Going to Iowa for a uh, paranormal show. We'll uh, put that out on our Facebook page. Uh, if you guys want to check that out and uh, come out and see us. Um, August yep. 2021. Something like that, Brian. Yeah. 20th. 23rd. Right. And another no, announcement. First to the 23rd. Another big announcement for everyone. Uh, we're going to be at Crypticon in Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah, November. November. I think that's November 19th or 2021 as well. Yeah. The same days. Just different yeah, month. That is. Uh, before Thanksgiving. So that's going to be a big event. The guys from uh, Finding Bigfoot are going to be there. Yep, yep. The whole four, yep. right? Yep. Brian. Or uh, Kenny W. Irish is going to be there. Kenny Irish, we got to get him on, man. Kenny, yeah, if you're man, listening, we'll, we'll yeah, be in touch listening. for show. Hopefully, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Bobo and um, Cliff. Yeah, all the guys from Finding Bigfoot. Matt Moneymaker yeah. and Renee yeah. are going to be the there, lady. so we'll probably meet them. That'll the be cool, lady. That'll be cool. Yeah, to man, meet those that'd guys. be awesome. Yeah, it'd be awesome if we could talk to them. Already. Maybe we can get Bobo and Cliff to come over and just uh, shoot the shoot the shit with us on our podcast. Yeah, live man, that'd be feed awesome. from there. I think they would. Yep, we're gonna have to go for that. So anyway, anyway, on hey, to tonight's show. Tonight's show is gonna be awesome, man. We have Mark coming on. He had a very close encounter. That's right. He did real close encounter. And as a child, we've been having a lot of those lately. Um, yeah, but some young ones. Yeah, and a couple other things going on in, in Pennsylvania, so. Yeah, yeah. Let's get him on here and uh, hear what he's got to say. Uh, absolutely. Okay, here All we right, go, man. Yep. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show, man. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Good, it's nice to have you, man. Fine, we finally got connected. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah. Had, Safari, a little bit of... uh, had a bunch of problems with Safari. I deleted it and reinstalled it, and it worked okay. Good. Well, we're glad should've you're here. Uh, should have known it was Safari. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're glad you're here. Uh, then it should be Apple. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we thanks you, we thank you again for coming on. Um, so you had enough, several encounters, and you're in western Pennsylvania. Is that right, Mark? That's where I grew up at. I'm in Colorado right now. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, nice. Gotcha. So uh, your main encounter and these encounters happened in when you were younger in Pennsylvania, right? Correct. Back in the early seventies. Okay. And and where whereabouts in Pennsylvania were you when this when this stuff occurred? A little village called Kingston. It's in between uh, Derry and Latrobe. Mm -hmm. So it's very very unpopulated. I think there's 
when I was growing up, there was like 107 people there. 100, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And where is that in relation to Pittsburgh? It's like uh, almost 50 miles southeast of Pittsburgh. 50 miles southeast. Okay. Yep. And that's a pretty wooded area, that whole section, is it Very not? much. Very much so. Right. Yeah. We lived out in the countryside on uh, my grandparents' property. Okay. And um, how old were you when this first incident occurred? Nine. Okay. Well, if you would, go ahead and talk about that and um, tell us what was going on that day and then lead up to your encounter and tell us about that. Okay. Um, I had a friend of mine spend the night. Uh, we've been, we used to share cribs together. His mom and my mom were great friends from elementary school on. So I've known these people you know, pretty much all my life. So I had him spend the night. We lived in a trailer out in the countryside and uh, had a, it was a two room, two bedroom trailer. And my sister slept in the bottom bunk and I slept in the top bunk. And uh, he, like I said, he was over spending the night and uh, pretty much uh, like all young kids, we got in trouble oh, probably three or four times throughout the night for waking my sister up because we we're carrying on in mm -hmm. the top bunk. And uh, yeah, got my mom come over and she said, you know, one more time, I'm separating you guys. So he said something to me, made me laugh. Now, his, his head's at one end of the bed, my head's at the other. And we're just sitting there carrying on like nine-year-olds do. And he said something to me that made me laugh. And I tried to stifle my laugh, and, and I rolled over, covering my mouth. Now, the bedroom window was right by my bed. And when I rolled over, I saw this thing looking in at me. I saw two bright red eyes staring right at me. I, I didn't know what to do. I, I don't even oh. I'm not even sure how long the experience lasted. Uh, it might have been... 10 seconds. It could have been five minutes. I, I don't know, but I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't move. I was, I was just paralyzed. And this thing, I, I watched it blink at me several times and it looked like it was, it was crouched over looking in the window at me. And I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. My, my friend rolls over to see what's going on and he sees the thing and he screams soon as he screams, this thing shifted its gaze and looked at him. Now, I'm, I'm probably about a foot and a half away from its face. So, and we had, in the trailer, we had those real cool, you know, three-pane glass things that kind of tilted off. Mm -hmm. and, and it was open, but I can't smell. So, I don't know if it, if it stunk really bad or whatever. But we both... I found my voice and then we both started screaming and we jumped off out of the bed. And then my sister was sound asleep when this was going on. She woke up and because we were screaming, she started screaming and all three of us ran screaming into my mom's bedroom. She, and, uh, she was just screaming the, because. <laughs> yeah. And, and she, she got, I don't know if she had seen something or heard something earlier or whatever. But she wouldn't let us go back in the bedroom. She wasn't about to go out and investigate it. So the next day, 
my uncle, uh, my uncles are more like my older brothers than they are my, my uncles. They're six or seven years older than I am. And uh, he went out and I showed him where I saw the eyes at, at the end of the trailer. And he got a stepladder and measured it. And it was about nine feet from where I saw the eyes to where the, and there was nothing to stand on. Hmm. Wow. The, the whole end of the trailer was, and like I said, it looked like it was hunched over looking in the, in the window and the eyes were about, I'm going to guess and say 14 inches apart. So 14 whatever was inches out there, apart. Wow. That's a whatever big was out head. there was huge. Did you it, see it, any it, other, Mark, did you see any other details of the face other than the eyes? I, 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 more outlines because, and what really freaked me out was well, my sister's uh, five years younger than I was. So at the time she was four. So she slept with the nightlight all the time. And the nightlight didn't shed enough light to create eye shine, but the the eyes were almost glowing red when I looked at them. And the the eyes the eyes themselves were huge. Uh, it scared the living crap out of me. Uh, I had trouble sleeping in that bed for a long time. You know, my dad told me I was being stupid and told me to get to, told me to, get to bed, but. Uh, that that was the first experience with it. Uh, what kind just, of um, what kind of woods and systems are around your grandparents' place there? The time. Well, the the ridge that goes through there is called the Chestnut Ridge, and it starts in Virginia or West Virginia, and it goes up through Pennsylvania and stuff. So there's there's, there's some caves in that. There there yes there is caves. Uh, we used to see a lot of bats all the time too. You know, especially in okay. the summertime. Uh, so okay. that was that was one instance, and then. Um, well, Mark, about, what did you do after that happened? Um, you guys got up the next day. Did you? Yeah, stay my in the grandparents house? lived, you know, sixty, seventy yards away from where we, where our house was, and we went over there, and that's where I got my uncle's, or got a uncle. The other one was uh, at a friend's house, and he went over and he measured it for me. All the grass was all tramped down around the window and stuff, but the 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 ground I think was just too hard for mm. for putting prints right. down. Did you guys stay out of the woods after that, for the most part? Or I was I was, I was born and raised in you know, in around woods and stuff, so I stayed out for a while, but I eventually went back in. Mm -hmm. So it was it was kind of it, it freaked me out for a while because back before, back in the, that time. I didn't know what Bigfoot was. I had no right. idea. All yeah. I know is this big creature sitting there looking at me through the window and it just scared the crap out of me. And what did your uncle say? Did they surmise that that's what was looking in your window? What, what did they? He, he didn't say anything either, other than the fact that we were both crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. Two, two little kids, you know. You know, it's like vivid imagination, but yeah. mm -hmm. I saw what I saw. Right. And that memory is just Yeah, but if two head. of you saw the same thing, that's... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I conferred with him, and he saw what I saw. And it's like, no, you, you, you can't you can't blame that on, on vivid imaginations. So. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So what did you guys do after that? Did you... Um... 
started looking into what Bigfoot was or, or anything like that as kids? Or? It, was actually, it was actually a couple of years after that. Uh, there, there was another experience that was a little bit more unsettling than, than that one was. Okay. Uh, really? About a quarter of a mile down the road from us uh, was a farmer, and he had about you know, 50, 60 head of cattle. And something kept getting in the trash. And his son uh, had to keep cleaning up the trash all the time. So what he would do is he put a load of 22 by the back door. And if he heard the trash cans rattling around at night, he wanted to go out and investigate it. He was expecting, you know, a raccoon or a possum or, you know, skunk or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went, it was about one o'clock. No, it wasn't even that late. It was earlier than that because the, the night that, that all this was happening, uh, my, I was watching TV with my mom and my sister. And uh, here at the trash, so it must have been around 9 or 10 o'clock. Now that I'm thinking about it. And uh, he went out, heard the trash cans rattling around, and he turned on the back porch light and stuck the gun out the door. And he saw what was getting in the trash can. And there were steps leading up to the back door. And when he opened up the door, whatever was getting in his trash stood up and you couldn't see its head above the, the the roof line, it disappeared for a moment. So wow. all, all I could That's see was like big. his shoulders down. And he freaked out, shot this thing in the leg, and it took off running. And it made such a, a god-awful sound. It was it was un, unreal. Uh, this They had a five-foot fence around the property, and on that five-foot, he said it walked over the five-foot fence. Wow. Didn't jump. It walked. Wow. And, and <clears throat> while we're, you know, at the same time that this is going on, me and my mom and my sister were sitting there watching TV, and we heard this god-awful screaming sound. And my grandfather used to raise Weimarimers, you know, German bird dogs. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, all the dogs at the time, I think, I think they had four dogs, and they're all whining and crying and wouldn't come out of their their dog boxes, and and we heard this screaming sound going, and then we heard like trees breaking, and it's like what in the world is going on? Well, I got up the nerve to go up and and investigate the the area, but I think it was about two days later, and. I found a set of tracks. I mean, it was probably probably only 70 yards from from our trailer. I'm guessing right around there. And uh, I found a set of tracks going through the woods. And when you look up about you know, six, seven feet or so, you could see branches just broken right off of trees. And whatever w- was running through there was running through in a straight line and breaking branches as it went. Hmm. Well, wow. I, I was only I was only around eleven at the time, so I got nervous and I went down and got my grandpa, my dad, and my two uncles, and we went up and we followed the tracks as far as as they would go, and uh, you know the broken limbs the, the whole way through. Uh, 
the, the grass was getting higher, so you couldn't see the tracks as good. The one thing I found interesting was every other track had a dark brown spot on it. So the blood. That's what. That's kind of what. I, what I was thinking when, now looking back at it. I was uh, just going to ask I'm you if you saw a blood trail or splatter yeah, or something. It, it, it's like, like I said, every other track was had a had a had a dark brown spot on it. But you know, at eleven, you're, you're not a very good track. <laughs> yeah, if only you could have picked that up. Man. Yeah. How big was so, the track, Mark? Do you think? Did you oh, measure it or anything? No, we didn't. I mean, back back in those, I mean, that was probably 1975. I'm guessing. Uh, back in those days, I mean, nobody even. If you saw something like that, you didn't tell anybody else because they all thought you were a crackpot. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so my dad told me just to keep my mouth shut about it. But when we followed the trail the whole way out, it just stopped. There, there, there was, I didn't see anything, and you know, it, it was weird. But something spoke my dad and my grandpa, because my dad grabbed me by the back of the, the shirt and the seat of the pants and was, was carrying me like a piece of luggage out of the woods, and my grandpa was kind of trotting, and my two, my two uncles were doing the same thing. And everybody kept looking behind them. So I don't know if they saw something and didn't tell me or what the deal was. Maybe. You say the tracks just stopped, though? It stopped. The the broken branches stopped. The the tracks stopped. Everything just stopped. And Uh. and there's, I mean, call, call me goofy or whatever, but there's no way that a guy could have broken a branch that size seven feet off the ground. No. I, I, don't, I don't know how. I mean, a, a, a healthy tree snapped their branch like that. Yeah, there's no way. And, and it's, it, the whole thing just, it freaked me out. So that was, you know, and I had, you know, my dad and my grandpa and my two uncles for witnesses of what I saw, so... So what happened after that? What were you guys, how long were you on that property? Uh, we moved the next year. Uh, we moved from the countryside into town the next year. Yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've, got, I've got one other story to share with you guys. Sure. Have you, right. have, have you guys ever heard the Sierra sounds? Yes. Okay. What about you, Brian? Have you heard them? I don't think so. Okay. You haven't heard the Sierra um, sounds, Brian? No, I think so. I'm, I think you have. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of years ago. I'll um, play them for you, Brian. Okay. Okay. They're, they're very unique. But any, anyhow, that's, that's pre, uh, a prelude to the, to the next story. It was a very hot summer day and humidity and, and heat. And it's like 98 degrees, 98% humidity. It's hot and it's humid. We lived mm-hmm. in a trailer with no air conditioning. And I wasn't allowed to go up to these dams uh, that were above the house there. It was a several-mile hike to get there. And I wasn't allowed to go up there because I was, you know, it's told it was too, too young. But all, all the other kids that I knew were going up there and going swimming. Mm-hmm. So my dad was, uh, was sleeping and my mom was at work. And I figured, oh, they'll be watching me. I'm... I'll take off with my friends. 
So I went up and then it's like, well, my dad's going to be getting up before too long. So I got to head back and back in Pennsylvania, the state flower is the mountain laurel and mountain laurel grows anywhere from knee high to like 10, 15 feet high. And there's a large section of mountain laurel that I had to come through. And as, as I'm walking, heading, heading for home, I hear the sound behind me. And it, sound, it sounded like somebody talking. And I thought it was my friends screwing around with me. Right. And, then I, and then, so I stopped, and the sounds behind me stopped. And then I heard more sounds off to the left. And then I heard it behind me again. And it's like, what in the world is that? And it's making all this like chattering, goofy sounds. And uh, then I heard it to the right. And it's like, and then I heard it behind me. And then it kept switching sides. And then I heard it in front of me. I got freaked out and, and, and ran as fast as I could to get out of there. I mean, I ran so was, the whole way home. So was it like and, somebody talking gibberish or? Yeah. And. A couple of years ago, my son and I, I was watching some uh, show on, on Bigfoot discoveries and stuff, and that was the first time that I heard the Sierra sounds. And when I heard them, the hair on, my, on the back of my neck and on my arms stood up because that's very close to what I heard. Really? Okay. Gotcha. So you know what I'm talking about when I... Uh, that's why I asked if you've ever heard the Sierra sounds. Yeah, we'll try to uh, maybe implement a little bit of the Sierra sounds into this episode if we can at the beginning or end okay. so people cool. can, can yeah. kind of hear it mm -hmm. yeah, we'll maybe put it in the background that. something like that that'd be cool yeah. Oh, come on! Hey! 
right there. I just see movement right through there. Yeah, those are those are some interesting things. Um, the Sierra sounds, and you say when you heard that thing, it just made the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Yeah, because um, that's exactly, well, not exactly, but very similar to what I heard when I was going through the mountain world, and I, I heard it come from at least five different directions. Wow! Wow! Never saw anything. You know, can't smell, so I don't even know if anything sm- uh, anything stunk. So. Hmm. Well, you'd already seen something quite a few years before that, really close up, obviously. So, yeah, well, it sounds yeah. like that. It sounds like that guy that was hanging around your uh, place was a really tall, tall um, creature. Yeah, a really big fella. Yeah, nine and a half, maybe a ten feet tall. Yeah. That's why I wondered how big the footprints were. Um, well, the, I would say the footprints were at least. 18, 19, 19 inches long, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I, um, that that's just a guess. I I don't I don't remember that far <clears throat> that long ago. I don't I don't know exactly if this is true, but I was told by an individual that how you know the height of a Bigfoot is you divide their uh, footprint in inches by two, and convert to feet. So if you got an eighteen foot print, you got a nine foot tall. Bigfoot. Well, sounds about right. Now is that true? I have no idea. Yeah. It sounds I'm not, like I'm, I'm not an expert. Yeah. All I know sounds is, like it could be true. Me either. Me yeah. either. But so Mark, ever since then, I mean, you were fairly young when all this happened. Did you what did you think about Bigfoot? Did you did you investigate, study, um, try to go I sure do. I, I I've been hooked on it ever since. Okay. My, my whole family thinks I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except so for mine, my mom. So. Welcome to the club, mom, buddy. Welcome yeah. to the club. So do ours. My, my mom so. will side with me. You know. Your she'll, mom's what? She'll, back, she'll side with me. She will she'll side with you. Stories. Yeah, uh-huh. mine won't. So. <laughs> mine won't either. <laughs> but that's cool. What have you gone on any excursions or anything like that, Mark? Or done any? Other... I no, I haven't gone any on any official excursions. But every time I'm, I'm man, you're I'm in Colorado. Uh, you need to get out there in the mountains and start well, looking I, around. I hunt. <laughs> I I um I spend a lot of time in the outdoors, and every time I go out, I'm always looking for sign or prints or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, about it's gonna be in the right place. You know yeah. what you should do? Um, get on the BFRO website. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, Colorado, and see if there's where there's been sightings, and and try and go oh. there to hunt. I've, I've been to the uh, Sasquatch Museum up in Bailey, Colorado, several times. Oh, yeah. They, they've got a bunch of settings in Bailey, Estes Park, uh, down around Pikes Peak. Nice. Uh, you know, they, Pikes Peak, I think that's a big one, yeah. Yeah. There, there's there's a place down there, I believe it's called Monkey Creek, is kind of the nickname of it. And supposedly in that area, it's it's a breeding site. Oh, Interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was. They, they've had the hikers and stuff disappear from that area. Uh, yeah, I would be careful down there. Yeah, if that's the case. But that's that'd be why I'm cool. not. Yeah, Mark, my, my little my little three, little three fifty seven against something that's nine foot tall. Yeah. Might just piss it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Might just piss it off. Yeah, Mark. I, do you want to see something? I don't want to do. Do you want to see one again, though, Mark? Yes and no. Uh, 
I, I'm always curious to, 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 I think I do, but you know, right. It, it, if the thing me, if the thing's aggressive and means me harm, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I can't outrun it. Yeah, defend I can't outrun it. Can. Yeah. yeah. And, and hopefully it's, it's not in a bad mood. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, Mark, I don't know. Why do you think, um, just some questions for you. Why do you think that, um, Bigfoot hasn't been classified as a live creature by science. Well, I've got a couple theories on that. One theory being that possibly the government doesn't want us to know about it, and they're keeping scientists hush hush. They're they're keeping things off. I don't know what these things are. Uh, I. There's no doubt in my mind that they're real, and that there's quite a few of them. For from, I mean, you, you look at the, you look at the stories from all over the country. Uh, they've got sightings in 49 of the 50 states. The only exclusion is Hawaii. And oh, they got their own thing in Hawaii. There, there has to be something. I've heard I've heard the same thing. There's. Yeah. None ever been classified or seen in, in Hawaii. I'm sorry, not classified, seen or claimed to have been seen in Hawaii. They have other things there, but yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So th- there there has to be something. And, and, and it's got so many different names, you know, Wild Man, Skunk Ape, you know. You know there, there's several hundred different Indian names for the same yeah, thing. There's a lot of them. So... This one, and it's it's not like something that that's just poked up in the last fifty years or something. We're talking about something that people have had sightings and experiences with for hundreds of years, mm-hmm. if not if not thousands of years. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure if what these things are. I mean, I I, right. I don't know how you guys feel about you know. Uh, you know, religious aspects and stuff like that. But my my other theory is, you know, they're descendants of Nephilim. There, mm-hmm. there's something, there's something about them, and I think they can travel like. I I, I don't know. Well, the, there, all the, the natives, like, the natives okay. consider them spiritual. Yeah, I mean, when you listen that to the Sierra sounds, they also talk about seeing spheres of light. You know, and yep, they, they, they don't know what what the connection is, but, you know, they've seen strange things besides just hearing things. Right. And they've had interactions with these things for years. So, you know, and finally they, they got close enough to, to actually record the Sierra sounds. But, you know, that's back in the 70s as well. Mm-hmm. Right. No, we've looked at all avenues, believe me. We've talked about Nephilim. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I, as I go on more and more and talk to more people, I tend to think that they're not as spiritual or, um, you know, dimensional as people, people say, uh, I think they're more of a flesh and blood creature, but I also feel like maybe they have, um, some kind of, I don't know, sixth, seventh sense of sense about them that they're able to be elusive or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, but you uh, never uh, know. Uh, you don't know. These things could come. Aliens could become dropping these things down and saying, you know, the, <laughs> I, I, I've heard so I many weird either. stories. 
I, if I had answers, I, you know, I'd be rich. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't be sitting here with yeah. us. Sure, I would. Would you? Well, that's cool. Yeah. We would be too. That'd be pretty awesome. We'd be honored. Mark, do you think these things will ever be known to man, classified from science? Yeah. Do you think there will come do. a day? I, I do. Uh, I, I think I it's going to take. I, I don't know big. what it's going to take for that to happen, but you know whether because even with today's technology and special effects <laughs> and stuff, people it's are going to look. Even if you get footage no. of, of, of this thing that's clear as day, it's gonna it's going to take you walking right into downtown Seattle. Yep, that's what it's going to take. Yeah, it's. I mean, <laughs> and, and there, there's so many people that. that even if they have proof, they're still not going to believe. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Well, the thing that gets me is people are told about creatures they've never seen before, and they and science says they're real, and people believe that. Yeah. Right. So right away, on the adverse side of that, people, science says, well, they can't be real. Mm -hmm. So people believe they can't be real. But there's a lot of evidence, enough evidence to me between pictures, videos, uh, audio, right? Interviews, encounters with people like yourself. Yeah, but people, and I've said this before, people don't want to know. They don't want to know that there's something like that living out there with us. They it, it, don't want to know. Exactly. They're it, happy in their little bubble yep. with us being the center of the universe, and they don't want to know that anything else is out there yeah, bigger and better than we are. I, I agree 100%. I want to see one, and I want to know. I do too. 100%. I, I mean, I do believe, but I, I want to see one. Yep, not so up I. close, not piss my pants, uh, see one. <laughs> Be like, maybe, oh, there's a Bigfoot. See you later. Oh, there it goes. Hey, yep, I saw yeah, it. You know. That's real. Okay. Yeah, Wave I at heard it one on. of your podcasts where a guy down in Florida had, saw, had the experience with a skunk ape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from Big what I heard, the skunk, apes, <laughs> skunk apes are very, you know, they're, they're very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yes and no. I've heard it both ways with Skunk Ape. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, saw, I saw the video of that one. I don't know if he was pulling apart a tree stump or what he was doing. But that the guy was, was standing in, there filming. Yeah, that it. was down in Louisiana, right? Was it in Louisiana? I okay. think so. Oh, I don't know I where it was at. I don't know. I, I know think that you... video was Alabama or Louisiana. I know what you're talking yeah. about. <clears throat> that one's oh, a good no, one. Oh, it was swampy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those <laughs> down there are very aggressive. And yeah. that thing stood up, and he was like, oh, got to go. <laughs> I believe. Yeah, that video was pretty convincing. Yeah, but uh, like I've, been, I've been doing a bunch of bunch of reading and stuff like that. I, I haven't been going out with, you know, with uh, groups of people doing stuff like that. It's, it's mostly being on my own, reading stuff and, and right. you know, I, I read several books about DNA samples and stuff like that that they they submitted, and that that's why I was giving credence to the to the whole Nephilim theory because the DNA shows half female and the other half unknown. They they don't know what it is. You know, they can they can do the DNA testing and I... figure out what the mother was, and it's like it's a it's a human female. And, but they don't know what the other half is. I just don't trust these scientists. I just don't trust them. Yeah, me either. So, I, I, I mean, they're going to agree with whoever signs their check. So uh, they're they're 
they're going to do whoever funds their project. Exactly. And whoever's so, signing that check is yep. awesome. So they're going to do if they yeah. say, okay, there is no Bigfoot. Right. Yeah. Oh, this DNA is inconclusive. Yeah. I was, is inconclusive it, or it disappears. Is it? I was, I was told that the reason that the government covers up Bigfoot is because of the logging industry and that if Bigfoot that's what was, I, that's what I think. if Bigfoot was announced as a creature, there would be a um, wildlife um, federation out there saying endangered species. You cannot cut down any more trees. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's might, true, but that's the craziest ass reason in my it, mind to, to not tell people that there's an eight to ten foot tall bipedal ape like creature roaming our country. Yeah. Be careful out there. Yeah. Well, if, if you look at it this way, the all state parks, all national parks, they all they're all based on revenue. And if you got a an eight to ten foot tall creature roaming through the forest and they know about it, are you how many people well, are actually gonna want to take their families to camp? Yeah. Well, less than will want to. There's gonna be some people out there that are gonna flock and wanna see this. Do it, exactly. It, it might cost mass chaos. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what would happen? That may be another reason why they're keeping it a secret. You know? Yeah. Like like Who, you said the other day, Todd. Who knows? Because uh, I've, I've read those missing 411 books, or at least a couple of them, and yeah. they say all around Yosemite is a hot zone for missing people. Mm -hmm. And the state Yosemite. parks don't, or the national parks don't report this or keep a tally of how many people have disappeared and, and huh. or any findings that they have. So it's hmm. interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's good to know. Yeah. Do you think that uh, Bigfoot's aggressive, Mark? Do you think that's why some of these people are, are coming up missing? Maybe? Is I think my, my theory on this is, and I'm, I'm completely uneducated and it's all guesswork, but uh, my theory of it is, for the most part, I don't think they're aggressive. But if, if they feel that you're a danger or a threat to their family pod, right? they're going to, they're going to do what they have to do. Yeah. I think, I think the same thing. So, uh, I, unless I we're talking about the Southwest Bigfoots, then those assholes are just mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we hear, we don't know for sure. Yeah. We don't know for sure. That's what we hear. But uh, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Mark, man, we appreciate you coming on tonight and telling your, your encounters and your stories. Yeah, that, man, that was, a lot. that was awesome. That was awesome. Oh. I don't know what I would have done if I'd have seen that thing staring in the window at me. That's, Oh, froze probably crazy. like he did. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> hoping it was I, a dream. I couldn't even move. It wasn't mm -hmm. until my buddy screamed that I screamed. Yeah, I couldn't wow. even find my voice. Wow, that was. He probably took off pretty quick after that. I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know. We did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. So we got them in mom's room. You take care, bud. And if anything you, else uh, happens out in um, Colorado, be sure to let us know. Yeah, and be we'll careful do. out there by yourself. Yeah, definitely. Take take some. Uh, Take some uh, some weapons with you. I, I always and go a camera. Rounds with a sidearm, right? Because there's a lot more out there than just Bigfoot. Yeah, you know? there's that is bears true. and mountain lions, especially in Colorado. That is true. People got to think about that yeah. when they go squatching. Hey, wait a minute! You're probably going to mm -hmm. encounter maybe a bear or possibly a mountain lion. Yeah. Although I hear a I've mountain lion encounters several times. Have you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've heard mountain lion encounters are um, really scarce. Surprise attacks. Yeah. Uh, they're they're <laughs> very aggressive. Yeah, and sure. you don't know they're there until they're 
till they're yeah. on your head. Right. <laughs> Hopefully you see them in time before one jumps in your back. Exactly. Well, again, bud, All right, Mark. we appreciate, appreciate it. it. You take care. You too. Keep on All listening right. to the show, man. Good talking right. to you guys. You too, bud. See ya. Thanks. See ya. You know, I don't know. Wow. If I would have been the kid that froze when I saw the Bigfoot or the one that screamed or both. Um, I'd have been the one shitting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, another amazing yeah, story. That was, yeah, that was crazy. And then the other ones. Wow. I just can't believe, you know, how many people have had these encounters, Brian. I mean, yeah. I know we've only done, you know, 20 some shows, but there's so many people yeah. out there. And it's, just, it's just I crazy. And there's probably a ton more that somehow we got to find right. and get them on here. Right. Because. And we will. This we needs will. to be, this needs to be told. This needs to be out there. This needs to be. Yes. People we want to know. We want our listeners to hear as many encounters that we can uh, so they can um, help understand what's going on out there. And again, thank you guys for listening. We are still growing as always. Uh, we appreciate oh, it. Man. It's amazing how how many people are listening to this show. Thank you. Thank yep. you. Thank you so much, guys. We're going to try to keep delivering you good content, great content as much as we can. We like to keep it short and sweet as always. Um, yep. You know, so that's our, that's our thing. So. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co. You can check out our Facebook page at Cryptid Creatures. Click on our links. Go to our pod page. Check out all the stuff going on there. Uh, we're on Twitter. Where else, Brian? Instagram. Instagram. Yep. Um, right. If you click, go to any of those and click the links in our bio, that'll take you to everything that we're on. Right. So. We'd love to hear some reviews, what you guys think about the show. And definitely if you've had an encounter yeah. and you want to come you like on and the talk. Show, uh, please go on and, and give us a like, give us a follow, yep. uh, leave some reviews. Yep. That would help us immensely. Yep. So we're going to be offering merchandise, offering merchandise coming down the road and all that stuff. So yep, um, it's coming. We again, uh, thank everybody. So again, Brian, appreciate you hanging out with me, man. Oh man. Always a good time. All right. Always learning something new. Again, till we're behind the mic, you take care, brother. Right on, you too. See ya. <laughs>